welcome to the Divine Difference Podcast, a safe space where we celebrate the divinity of our differences and dive into personal transformation, spirituality, and being empowered in the truth of who we are. I am your host and guide, Amy Megan Day, a queer, autistic, cis woman. I am here to hold space and inspire healing, authenticity, and freedom. Throughout this podcast, I'll be sharing divine teachings, sacred stories, and celebrating people who are embodying the truest expressions of themselves to inspire you to do the same and to allow you to live your dream life. It's time to release limiting conditioning and celebrate the divinity and beauty of our differences with absolute love. It's time to know and embody our innate worth and beauty as human beings, however we identify. This is the Divine Difference Podcast. Hello, beautiful people, and excuse me, welcome back to the podcast. It is wonderful to have you here. Um, today I am going to be heart riffing on a topic that I am very passionate about. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, (laughs) you'll have seen me speaking about this in, um, my posts and on my stories. Um, I'll have my Instagram linked below if you want to follow me over there. That's where I post the majority of my content. Um, But yeah, so I'm going to be speaking about fear today. And I don't know if you guys can tell um, if you are feeling into my energy right now, but my energy is really pretty low today. Um, I experienced an autistic meltdown last night um, which actually really kind of ties into what I'm going to speak about today. It's going to be very vulnerable so I hope you're all ready for that. (laughs) Um, But yeah I'll explain a little bit more about that later. So to start with I want to just kind of explain why I'm so passionate about this Um, because most people experience fear um, in daily life and it really, I'm passionate about it because it's devastating to me that there are so many people in this world, especially those socialised as women who are held back by whatever type of fear they're experiencing. And the part about that that's devastating to me is the fact that all of these people, like each individual person who is being held back by their fear has these magical, magical gifts and talents and 
things that they are extraordinary at or things that they are meant to be doing or um, other people's lives that they're meant to inspire with the things that they love to do or with the things that they're meant for. Um, and so much of the time, because of their fear, they're held back from doing that. And that's the part of it that is devastating to me, the fact that there could be so much more magic in the world um, and we don't get to experience it because of fearfulness. And there are, <clears throat> excuse me, there are so many elements of, I'm just gonna take a sip of my coffee. Whew, still a bit too hot. <laughs> there are so many elements of why we become so fearful to really go for things. Especially when they're things that deep down we actually desire. When we really desire something, it's like we care about it so much more. And so that just exacerbates some of those fears that we might be experiencing. For example, if it's the fear of failure, um, but it's actually something that we deeply desire, it makes sense that we would be so much more scared to take the leap or risk giving that thing a go or really saying that we're gonna commit ourselves to it because if it ends up not working out how we had originally planned or how we had expected it to, we're scared for it to affect us in a negative way um, because we care about it so much. Um, so I feel like I've naturally moved on to the topic of the different types of fear. Um, so there is that, there is the fear of failure. Um, and I think that probably most people have experienced that. There's also the fear of success, which is really one that's affected me a lot in my life. Um, just to give an example, um, I, a few years ago, I was really focused on my art, um, I paint, I'm an artist, and for a period of time, it was something that was was really a focus for me, and I was really aiming to create this business where <clears throat> I was creating art pieces and selling prints, and I loved it. I absolutely loved 
spending my days drawing and painting and making art and it was a beautiful process for me and that's why I have moved back into painting again if you again if you follow me on Instagram you'll be able to see the things that I've been creating recently which is really exciting and I'm very happy about it <laughs> but um, in that period of time a few years ago I didn't know it at the time but I was super fearful of success because um, I realised a few months ago, maybe four or five months ago, that it was because I was scared for things to change for me. Um, I was scared of the changes that success would bring. And I mean, success means different things for everyone. Um, but for me... What I really wanted at that time was to be financially independent through my art business. Um, that's what I was defining success as in my head at the time. And I was really scared of um, the changes that that would bring if that happened. And I was also scared of losing the freedom of my time um <laughs> and I laugh because that's still something that affects me um something that I've been feeling into and working through a lot in the last six months or so um so it's interesting to think back now in terms of that period of time of really focusing on my art um so yeah I hope that that little story, that example, demonstrated what the fear of success can sometimes look like. Because I feel like when people speak of fear and talk about the fear of success without going any deeper into explaining what that could look like for someone, you kind of have this reaction, like, the fear of success? Why, why would someone be fearful of succeeding? <laughs> But yeah, that's a couple of ways of um, how the fear of success has impacted me specifically. Um, if any of you have, have experienced the fear of success, I would also love to hear how it's shown up for you. So feel free to DM me on Instagram. Um, yeah, so the fear of Failure and the fear of success, I feel like, are two really big ones for a lot of people. Um, also, though, something that... Um, I feel like is huge in today's society and culture is... The fear of judgment and this also actually goes hand in hand with something that I want to talk about next which is conditioning but let's dive in a little bit to the fear of judgment as a society we are 
pretty judgmental. Um, we've been we've been conditioned to. Okay, yes, yeah. Let's let's tie conditioning in, into this fear of judgment discussion as well. So we've been conditioned to kind of be at competition with each other. Um, and that goes really hand in hand with um, the sister wound, which I'd really like to make a podcast episode about in the future. Um, let me know if you folks would be interested in a podcast episode on the sister wound. I would love to speak on that topic and maybe um, bring someone else in to vibe with on that as as it's the sister wound you know it would be great to talk to a fellow sister about this topic but yeah so we've been conditioned to be in competition with each other and i think it's fairly understandable when you think about that that we'd be fearful of how other people perceive us and what other people think about our decisions and our um, actions, but I suppose mostly decisions. Um, Also, something that goes along with this is the fact that the way that we see other people, because because the way that we see other people is in like the realm of competition and comparison. Comparison is a massive one, especially in the age of social media. Um, we see people doing things that maybe actually deep down we would like to be doing and we think oh I'm not that type of person I'm not the type of person who could be doing that thing or I'm not the type of person who could be I don't know like successful in that way um that's just not for me <laughs> Um, and I laugh because it's bullshit, it's conditioned bullshit, um, to kind of keep us from thriving in the ways that we really desire to. And I think that this age of comparison really perpetuates that because we see other people doing the things that we want to do and because we're comparing ourselves to them it kind of forces us to, us to think that they're somehow better than we are or they're somehow like this invisible hierarchy um, 
where there are like more successful people. I use successful in quotation marks here, but more successful people higher up in this invisible social hierarchy and then because of the fear of judgment that holds us back but also because of um, a myriad other things like self-worth and self-trust we view ourselves as being like lower down on this invisible hierarchy and it's so it's such an illusion it's an absolute illusion um just to kind of keep us where we are and to keep us from owning our power and thriving in our own arenas and yeah all of these types of fear and the conditioning that keeps that keeps us in these places um is really it's awful it's awful when you think about it and and this is one of the reasons why i really like to focus on this stuff with one-to-one mentoring clients because it affects people's lives in such a dramatic way once we start to reclaim our power and once we start to reclaim what we really really desire and how we can recognize what we're fearful of and why we're fearful of it and really feel into that and work with work with the fear rather than letting it consume us dramatic dramatic shifts take place in our lives and Yeah, that's why I'm super duper passionate about it. Um, Yeah. Something that I also wanted to touch on when speaking about fear is process. And the idea of feeling ready to do something. Because I feel like this is just another element of the conditioning that keeps us where we are and keeps us in our comfort zones. Because we use not feeling ready to do something as an excuse not to jump into that thing the majority of the time 
um, I feel like if you are someone who is super connected to your intuition and super connected to the universe and um, really self-trusting and confident in your connection to your intuition, then obviously when you know it's not the right time to do something, you just know. But when we are disconnected from our intuition and when we are... Um, when we are in our fear, we, we let that be an excuse. Even if it's subconscious, like there is no, there is no guilt here. You do not have to feel guilty <laughs> at all for, for being scared of this and feeling like you're using not feeling ready to do something as an excuse like it's a totally human reaction to the fear that you have but also I just wanted to shed some light on the fact that that is what happens a lot of the time um and every single person however quote-unquote successful they seem we are all in process every single human is in process um, we might never feel ready to do what we want to do it might never feel like the right time to jump into whatever it is that you're jumping into. Um, in fact, sometimes I think that the less preparation you have, if it's something that you know you're meant to jump into, the less preparation, the better. Because we almost cushion ourselves with preparation and it's it's a resource for us to be able to I don't want to use the word resource because that makes it sound, that makes it sound like a good thing it's a tool that we use as humans to attempt to control a situation um preparation is I mean and Sometimes that is really not necessary. <laughs> um, we love to be able to control a situation and we just can't control everything. <laughs> so it might never feel like the right time to do the thing that you know you're meant to do even though it's scary. But... We, we have to learn how to be aware of when a fear that is coming up really actually has desire underneath it. A lot of the time, maybe we'll think of an idea or an idea will come into our heads or 
will think of something that sounds exciting and that is it, like the initial emotion is true excitement and passion and desire and then a few seconds later will be like oh no actually that's too scary for me i'm not that i'm not that type of person i couldn't just go and do that you know and those other things i'm giving you a little insight here into some um into some tips that um, we talk about in one-to-one mentoring with me. Um, Those are the things, the things with excitement and passion and desire that crop up in our minds first. Um, And then the fear comes in a few seconds later or like a minute later or however long that is the type of fear that we want to work with because fear isn't the primary emotion there it might overtake the primary emotion the more that you think about it and the more that your conditioning plays into it the more that you think i'm not that type of person i'm not ready to do that thing um but those are the things that we really want to feel back into and acknowledge. I really like to think about it as a gift, this type of fear, and a guidance system, because it really, it really is guidance. It really shows us where our desires are and the things in life that we actually really want it it is such a gift because it points us in the direction of the things that the universe really actually wants for us and that's the other thing like if we really truly desire something if we're really excited and passionate about it that is the universe pointing us in the direction of things that will be really nourishing for us and that the universe really wants us to go out and and go for and take leaps with yeah it's such a gift and also Another thing that's really beneficial to feel into if this is something that's resonating for you is the ways in which these different types of fear and also the desire and excitement underneath them, how those feelings play out within our bodies because once we get really aware of how 
each of these emotions shows up in our bodies, especially the fear. There are certain embodiment practices and movement practices and nervous system practices that we can implement that can be tailored specifically to the ways in which the fear shows up for our bodies in particular. And I find that so exciting and interesting because of the way that these things show up for each individual person is so different. Um, And that's super exciting and interesting to me, the fact that we have this physical vessel that points out regions of our bodies that are affected by different emotions to just give us this really cool extra tool to be able to work through our emotions. That's just something extra to think about or to play around with and feel into. Um, Not necessarily think about. Extra thinking is never really a great thing. (laughs) Um, But to, yeah, to feel into and play around with when it comes to getting to know our fears on a more intimate basis to be able to, um, to feel through them. Yeah, I think for now, oh, maybe not actually, there's one more thing that I wanted to touch on really quickly. Um, I'm not going to go super deep into this because I think at some point in the future there will be a podcast episode just on this topic. So get excited about that um, and follow uh, follow the podcast. But something that I just wanted to touch on really quickly is imposter syndrome. Um, because it, it ties into... the whole conditioning of of us using not feeling ready to do something um, because we feel like, yeah, because we feel like we're not, quote-unquote, that type of person. We're not the type of person to do that thing. Um, imposter syndrome is such a deep topic that I could go into much further but something about it that I wanted to to touch on specifically on this podcast where we are discussing our differences and our identities and how we how we identify as individuals I feel like one of the main reasons that imposter syndrome crops up and for those of you who aren't familiar with the term Imposter syndrome is when we feel like we are an imposter in the realm of work we're doing or in the communities that we're a part of um, because we feel almost like we are 
faking that thing or we're not really supposed to be a part of this or this thing is actually really not meant for us um, and I think that a massive reason that many people feel imposter syndrome is because of not seeing ourselves represented in those areas or in that industry or in that community or whatever whatever it is we're we're feeling the imposter syndrome about um and that makes absolute total sense the fact that we would feel imposter syndrome if we're not seeing people like us represented in those areas and I wanted to touch on this quickly because I also wanted to just say that if that is something that you are experiencing if you are feeling imposter syndrome and you know that one of the reasons why it's cropping up for you is because you are not seeing yourself as being represented in that arena wherever that might be and that is bringing up fear for you remember to be incredibly gentle with yourself and compassionate because it is only natural that as much as we maybe want to be involved in something, we would feel fear if we don't see people who are like us or people who identify similarly to we do involved in that community or in that industry. Um, so yeah, just remembering to be super compassionate and remembering that the, the fear is a natural mechanism, but it also doesn't have to hold us back. And it doesn't mean that we should hold back from really going for the things that we desire and really jumping into things that we know are meant for us. Yeah, I think that is all I'm going to say for this podcast episode. Thank you so much, beautiful people, for being here. I really appreciate it. If you have been affected by this episode, I would love to hear what your takeaways have been. Um, message me on Instagram or... I would be truly grateful if you leave a review so that, um, or share this podcast episode or the show in general on your social medias, um, just so that other people who might benefit from me sharing my medicine vulnerably, 
um, will be able to find the podcast more easily. I would really appreciate that. Um, if you do share, tag me. I would love to see and connect with you guys some more. And on that note, I hope you have a beautiful day. Thank you for listening and I'll speak to you all soon. Thank you.